Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. If you've had a day where you feel like a huge question mark just follows you around, you know, you've had moments mm-hmm. like that, right? Oh, yeah. Welcome my son to the club. He is 14, a deep thinker, a lot like me, and he's been struggling with the question, am I really a Christian? Jeez, dude, that's deep. Some people struggle with that their whole life. My hand's in the air, too. Um, He wonders what he believes, even though he knows what he should believe. He's been raised this way. He knows the ins and outs of the Christian faith. So when we sat down and he asked me about it, I asked God for wisdom, and God reminded me of this. In Mark 9, in the Bible, a father is asking Jesus to heal a son. And he might be in the same place, too, because he says, I do believe. Help me with my unbelief. And the amazing part of that story is Jesus responds to his honest prayer. Mm -hmm. And his son is healed. And so I don't know where you are this morning. You might be just kind of floating between two different worlds with all kinds of questions in your head. And that's okay because Jesus will respond to me and to my son and he will respond to your honest prayer too. Please understand the heart with which I say this. Some say they're senile. Some say they're very wise. All right. So Willie and DW, precious. Yes. Both in their hundreds. Well, DW's in his hundreds. Willie just turned 100 years old. Okay. They've been married 82 years. What? 82 years. 82? Yes. Wow. That standing ovation. In the little interview as they're talking about, you know, the secret to a happy marriage. You know, they're just holding each other's hands, looking to each other's eyes. Still? They're still so in love. That's so great. They're best friends. And they say the secret to a happy marriage just be nice. That's it? That's it. Just be, be nice. nice. And then a granddaughter piped in and she said that, you know, they are best friends. They love hanging out together and they don't bicker and fight. They just find funny stuff to talk about. Okay. So they keep it very light. Um, I I can't really wrap my head around that. I don't know. I... I love, Just be nice. I love watching you. Like, you feel like you dug a hole. You didn't, but you feel like you did. I mentioned earlier that uh, Voila app, Making the Rounds, um, turns you into a Disney Pixar character. I did it. It was traumatic for me, but whatever. Um, I stuck it out. I <laughs> found a version of myself I'm okay with. And Mary, I knew you would never do this on your own. So no. I stalked your Facebook page uh, for pics. <laughs> I made four of you that I sent to you on text. You called me a brat. That's fine. I'm not too hurt about it. Have you chosen one that you like yet? I I can't pick one because I will critique all of them. Like, oh. my eye looks weird. What happened to my forehead? Right. So I showed my husband, and he had picked out a few, and then that's it? Okay, well, you'll need to I'm let me... I'm not going to do anything with it. That's, no, you need to let me know. <laughs> you got to let me know which ones he liked. Um, but I did notice something that I wanted to point out in, in these pictures that I found. You're not alone in any of them. Um, and, oh, no. And that's because you are such a good friend. You're at events and fundraisers. You're out with the girls. Like, seriously, you love people really, really well. So, so good on you. Like, here's the thing, though. The app isn't sure what to do with people next to you. So, yes, you are a good friend, even if they become an unrecognizable blob in your Disney princess picture. <laughs> 
typically at high school graduation, the kids are the ones who shine. But oh, yeah. oh, no, no, not at this high school. The principal, Mr. Marcus, is bringing it during the ceremony. What? Wow, my goodness. Get this guy a record deal. You know how it is. You're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling on social, and then, whoa, something just stops you in your tracks. Here it is. Sometimes Christians rush to solve a problem because we believe that pain equals distance from Jesus. That's not true. This guy went on to post, I'd like to get better at sitting with someone who's hurting without offering solutions right away. Empathy, presence, validation, comfort. That is so good. Why is that so hard? Like it speaks directly to my soul. I'm like, yes, this is right. I can't do that. (laughs) I don't do it very well. You don't want to see anyone suffer. I think just as a human being in your heart, you don't want to see someone in pain. So we mm-hmm. got to swoop in and save the day. And this is where I always have to go back to reminding myself, not our job to fix it. It's all up to God. And now another episode of Year 21 Tweets. Kids are the best. Who else will poke your upper arm and yell, it's so jiggly? (laughs) Well, you see it all the time. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, even though you wish it would. I was at uh, dinner this week with my 16-year-old daughter, and we were having some conversation, but I caught her several times just like, you know, food on fork, staring into space, kind of slack-jawed, eyes open. It just, it literally looked just, it was just... Oh, nothing's <laughs> nothing's okay. going on. Um, you know, staring, not blinking, and I, I recognize that look though. It's the exact same thing I do after I've seen a movie I really like. And wouldn't, oh. wouldn't you know? Earlier that day with a friend, she had seen a movie and she was all in her head about it. So I'd ask her something, and she just not even breathing, just all over there. So. I didn't take the lack of talkativeness personally because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is my fault, genetics and all. Josh, it's not a defend your gender. I more oh. just have questions. Oh, no. All right, what? <laughs> How good are you guys at multitasking? I will not even try to lie. Not, not good. Some guys can, <laughs> by and large, it's not a thing we were born with. Okay. I just... I don't really think about this much because as women, we just get stuff done. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, Not bragging. I'm just saying it as it is. Um, I left the hair salon yesterday, and thanks to all my lovely grays that love to come in all the time, (laughs) I'm slathered with hair color on my hair. And I told my gal, I got errands to do. I got to go. And she just kind of looked at me with that face. I said, I'm heading to the grocery store like this. <laughs> and even being a female, she was shocked. But I walked out the door. Look I got in my car, got to the grocery store. I'm rocking my thing. And I didn't get that many weird looks because I, I think that the rest of the population is just starting to understand well, that women do crazy things. Yeah, right? women do crazy things and don't get in their way. Don't forget that last part. Don't yes. get in their way. 
if it looks like grass clippings and smells like grass clippings and sounds like this, it must be love. Here's what I mean. <laughs> Nathan is a 14-year-old, and he has started mowing lawns. He's doing 50 different veterans' lawns to honor his granddad, who just passed away from cancer. Wow. His grandpa, of course, as you might expect, was a veteran. I love this, though. His grandpa is the one who taught him how to cut grass. Aww. And he always has loved doing it, and he just wants to honor his grandfather by helping those others. They may not, may not even be like, quote, in need. He just wants to say thank you for your service. I love you. Here's a nicely, neatly trimmed lawn just to say thanks. When I hear stories like this, I always think about, okay, what can I be doing? Mm, I want yeah. to be intentional yeah. well, with my time. I would say there's no use uh, really in reinventing the wheel, Mary. Um, you grab the mower. I'll supply the gas. Yeah? Okay, so, I'll so do it. Let's go. You better get going, though. It's going <laughs> to rain later today. When a little friendly competition goes too far, mm. some families having to ban certain games in their home. We um, we kind of penciled one on, on that list. It's the game of life. Mm. I, I particularly don't like playing this game. I mean, it, it's nice to teach the kids that they yeah, have to get a job and be responsible, but... They don't have to go to college. You know, there are other ways to have a career. And, and there are a variety of careers and housing options and, and, and all of that in the game, which is... Okay, so what's the main problem, though? Right. Well, two things, actually. First one, it is completely materialistic. I mean, you remember playing this, right? He, I do, yeah. He who dies at the end with the most toys wins. Like, no, no, it's the opposite <laughs> in real life. Right. You don't count your money when you're, quote, done um yeah because you're in a box anyway so there's that and then uh, mainly though the reason i don't play it is to protect my own heart because sometimes when i'm playing with my kids they'll go through the option to have kids or not and they're like no and they don't have children and i'm like oh josh a i want grandkids and b does that mean i'm a terrible dad and then they'll say things like well i'm never naming my kid something like josh i'm like what do you mean something like josh wow like, so the game of life is banned and it's for my own emotional survival the voice the message it might just be what your heart needs today. Don't worry about a thing. Because everyone thinks it's going to be all right. This makes me feel so happy. Don't <laughs> worry about a thing. Because everyone thinks it's going to be all right. When an embarrassing moment brings you closer to God. Oh, okay. I cannot wait. <laughs> yes, here's how it went down. My little baby car, she's old. She's oh. got over 200,000 miles. She's putting along and just telling me, <laughs> Mama, I need to get in the shop. <laughs> so I kid you not, I can barely get my car started at this point. So I realize I've got to go today. So... I head to the mechanic shop and I, I get up to the little window. They asked me what I need and they wanted to do a little diagnostic before I got into the garage. Mm -hmm, okay, mm -hmm. we're doing that. I have to turn my car off. We get it turned back on. They tell me to pull into the garage. I do that. They tell me to turn it off again. Then when it's time to turn it back on. Uh-oh. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. 
I have, I think, 12 people's eyes just <laughs> gazing at me and wondering what she's going to do next. So that's where I'm sitting in the moment of, God, I promise I'll be good. Mm. Just help my car start. I'll yeah. do anything if you just turn this puppy on. I know bargaining with God like that usually doesn't work. So I do want to know, <laughs> though, what happened next? Like, stop with the suspense already. After what felt like three hours of everyone staring at me, she started back up. Hey! All right! We bolted out of the garage. And I told God, can we not? Like, I understand <laughs> life's going to throw me curveballs, but that one right there, I don't ever want to do that again. Sometimes you just have to prepare yourself to be the third wheel. Um, I mm. uh, mentioned earlier I was out to dinner with my 16-year-old daughter, uh, just the two of us, which never happens anymore. So I was excited, but I was also a little nervous. Mary, what's the stereotype of a, quote, teenager these days? Um, You're annoying to them. Mm. They'd rather be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are those things. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I wasn't thinking about that. Now Sorry. I feel even worse. Um, they're on their phone <laughs> 24-7, right? Uh-huh. Always looking down at their phone. So I kind of figured she'd look at her plate and then her phone and not me the whole time. But... Then she came out with this. She looked at me and she said, hey, can I answer mom's text? Then I'll put this away. I don't want to be rude. (gasps) I know! Somewhere, somehow, she understands. Thank you, Jesus! You might have seen them on Facebook. I kind of chuckle when I do as well. Someone's asking for a recommendation, but they don't put a specific area. So it's like all of the United States. Anyone know where I can get a good haircut? Okay, well, let's trim let's trim it back a little bit. My name is Josh, and if you're looking for a mortgage company that you can trust that will deal with you on a personal level, then I want to introduce you to United Faith Mortgage. This is what people do, right? You ask for recommendations. I have used United Faith Mortgage for a home purchase and for a refinance, and they have been fabulous every single time. My wife and I, even our realtor, blown away by how awesome the folks at United Faith Mortgage are. On our house purchase, they closed for us in less than 30 days. They answered all my questions multiple times because that's the way I roll uh, for our refinance. And plus, this is so cool. They're partners with The River because their core is the same as ours, faith and family. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.